1: Welcome to Nine Cents. Nine Cents is a satanic perspective of our modern world and I'm your host Adam Campbell. It's great to have you. This week I'm being joined by the one and only Nathan Gray of Voices Fire. I'm Heresy. Once again coming back uh, by popular demand I have to say. I have had a number of people mention uh, they were very excited. Uh, first, I mean actually a couple people I was surprised by this. Uh, learned about you from the show. So that that's a good thing. Oh, that is a good thing. Yeah, and Excellent. they became big fans. I guess uh, one gent is in Germany who met you there on a, at a right show on. or something. So that's that's pretty cool. Sure. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna, you're going to be co-hosting the entire show with me. That's awesome. I'm very excited to do so. That's great. It's going to be a lot of fun. we got a lot of shit to talk about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's probably going to be a little bit long. We'll try to trim it down. If you have a hard out, just let me know and we can... Uh, no, I've got it.
0: plenty of time. I've got nothing to do tonight. I've cleared my schedule. You know, it's the it's the day of rest. You know, come on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what God told me. I didn't know it was right. you. So was God same. tells
0: me lots of things. I just just yeah. watch the news. Watch the news. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Well, it is June 29th. This is the last episode of the month, and we have a fantastic show for you this week. And almost on cue, I thought this was amazing. I was uh, watching a TV show with the wife last night. I got a little ding on my phone. Which means I got a, an email, and I looked down, and Thank it you was for a
0: listener. Clarifying. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. that. Yeah.
1: It's either that or, or is my pump saying that it's <laughs> charged and raised. One two. I'm not sure. Fair <laughs> so, uh, a, a listener sent in this really fantastic email, and I don't know. I, I think there has to be some clarity about the rituals or destruction rituals. I've done sure. so many episodes on these and mm-hmm. still I get questions about them. But I, And I don't want to sound like I'm complaining. I appreciate any correspondence I can get. But we're going to do a nice letter based on that correspondence. would recommend performing a destruction ritual. And in Infernal Informant, we've got two gems to jabber on about. Uh, Golden Gate Bridge, San Francisco attraction will get $76 million suicide barrier. And woman who set house on fire was trying to kill a spider. We've all been there. <laughs> no? No no no. Uh, no, no, no one else? So. <laughs> all right. Hands? No? All right.
0: I found normally i just set the house on fire and leave. You know, once there's spiders, fuck it.
1: <laughs> once, it's, it's, it's like aliens, man. As soon as one gets in that fucking door, it's over. That's right. That's done. You, d- fucking burn your house down. It's over. Go move on. All right. Um, and then at the tail end of the show, we have Nathan here. We're going to be talking a little bit of Nathan's world. Updates on everything that's happening from his different bands to his personal projects and everything. So stay tuned for that. At the tail end, there's a lot to go over. Excellent. All right. So before we start the show here, you do anything special for the 4th of July?
0: Uh, Let's see. I have... Mostly it's just family time. You know, Everybody has their little vacation. They get to get out of work and all that kind of stuff. And usually I spend almost every 4th of July, just putzing around with the family, probably doing a cookout or something and seeing fireworks, the usual.
1: Now, are you a, a fireworks lighter or a viewer? Like you like to go to a park or something?
0: L- little bit of both. I, nice. I, I really enjoy at my um my... I really enjoy hanging out with my family and lighting off fireworks and seeing if we can keep all our fingers intact. But um, but at the same time, I, I definitely like to go see the pros do it because, you know, it's, you're just not going to have the same effect in your backyard with the redneck ones, you know. Yeah. They're fun. They make a lot of noise, but they don't do all the cool, you know. I guess you can get some that do the cool, like, Lights and shit, but I don't know if I should be fucking with those. I'll be honest. Yeah,
1: I mean it's very area dependent, like you know, the localized yeah. restrictions and stuff. But
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they just—it uh, was more recently that they just legalized uh, fireworks in Delaware. So it used oh. to be we just get shitty sp- sparklers. I almost said sprinklers. You have to <laughs> run around in the sprinkler to have fireworks. I don't even know what, what that means. But you, <laughs> you still, slip, fall, like,
1: hit your head, and see stars.
0: But you could have sparklers, and you could have those shitty little coal snakes that you light, and they just yes. into, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or poppers, but you couldn't have real fireworks. And now, now they've opened it up a little bit. I think because they figured you could just go over the line into Pennsylvania and buy up fireworks anyway. So fuck his point, you know?
1: Yeah, you're missing out on money.
0: Yeah, exactly. And not only that, but it just goes back to that whole thing of local and federal government trying to protect people from themselves. You know what I mean? If you're gonna blow off your hand, that's your fucking fault. Who cares? Like. Seriously, I'd, I'd really rather people treat me like an adult and just let me do dumb shit. You know what I mean? I'm only going to hurt myself. Let's be
1: honest. <laughs> do not get in the way of me any losing my fingers, please.
0: Exactly.
1: Exactly. Have some damn respect. I, how am I ever
0: going to learn if I'm protected from these <laughs> things? You know what I mean? Come on.
1: And it, it does actually, I mean, this sort of broad conversation, it does remind me, uh, of the thought I had a little while ago, like what's going to happen in 50 years? Are people ever going to be able to do anything on their own? If, if restrictions <laughs> and babysitting is all taken away at some point in life, everyone's just going to be like, right. I, I don't know what to do. Right. Should oh, I no. jump I mean, off this bridge? I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess I can. I mean, it's fine. Fuck it. I'll just hmm. jump off the bridge. Now, I did see a sign. babysat and coddled for so fucking long. I'm not sure. It stunted our evolution. I feel you know, the the dumb aren't getting taken care of as they should. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. natural selection isn't allowed to work anymore. So we're, uh, we're, uh, idiocracy. That's what oh, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But uh, it's,
0: it's a comedy about that exact same thing, uh, where everyone is just point where the country and the world is bearish, and, um, which it's, it's hilarious uh how the comparisons between now and this movie and it's like oh no <laughs> oh man we're <laughs> fucked
1: <laughs> yeah i mean and we are actually seeing some genuine problems cropping up i mean just with health and all the antibacterial everything that we're uh, drowning our our society and that's already right. having major medical excuse me effects so it's coming, man. We just got to remove every restriction and oh, yeah. it will die. Yeah, just let them die
0: off. It's it's not that big of a deal. Like, I don't understand why people... And I, I really, I blame it a lot on people's idea of good and evil a lot of mm-hmm. times. It's just, we have this weird Judeo-Christian undercurrent in our thought patterns that we have to protect people. We have to coddle them and we have to make sure they don't hurt themselves. Yeah. Um, and, and that's not how nature works. If we're going to allow nature to work, obviously there are situations where people shouldn't be penalized just for doing a little stupid. I've done plenty of dumb things that I'm glad I didn't die from, but at the same time, how far do you take that you know, to the point where you have to, you know, put a giant like here uh, at the university of Delaware, um, there's a train track. People have been hit by this train because they're drunk and just being stupid and walking on a fucking train track. There's these huge, huge signs that i assume they made bright yellow and huge so even drunk morons couldn't you know miss it but why like what's the fucking point like at that point you're a more i've been really drunk and i know not to get on a train track when there's a big fucking train coming at me like just it's that's it's not like if you don't know that it's very possible that maybe you should just move on like oh,
1: just, yeah that's no, it I, I totally agree it's that manufactured ideal sanctity of life that's creating this nonsense yeah. and, and we got I, it, there from fireworks yeah yeah and it, yeah. <laughs> it does it, it is perpetuated and, and it really clarifies distilled down to a, a inside, I, I don't know jism that we all have to swallow on the fourth of july where everyone <laughs> <does his stuff. laughs> that that's, that's a
2: disgusting. example
1: <laughs> All right. I try to go on these vacations every year with the family, especially obviously around the summertime, where we get up into the Uintas and we just hike in for a couple of days, and and we sort of enjoy ourselves. And it's it's gotten to the point where the kids are really great in the hike in and, and actually staying there and just sort of hanging out, you know, disconnected from everything, which is wonderful, uh, I and mean, that's the point of this. But the fucking weather, like every time, it is scorching hot. Every, and then this is like what spurs the decision to go out on uh, the camp outs. Is that, oh, goddamn, so goddamn hot in the valley. We need to get up in the mountains where it's 20 degrees cooler and, you know, maybe play around in a cold lake or, or do something else. And sure, e- sure. every single time it fucking rains on us. Every single time. <laughs> And, to, like, make matters worse. We, we came up to the trailhead and we, you know, pulled our packs out and got them all ready. And we saw an odd amount of cars for the, t- the time of week that we were going. Um, usually it's, it's kind of slow. And as soon as we got to the lake that we camped at, it was Cub Scout City. Like, tons, of, like, tent villages were sprung up all over. And it was just Cub Scouts as far as the eyes could see. And so it just made the entire, and then obviously, you know, we, we hurry up and get set up to, you know, as far away from them as possible so as not to be obviously bother the stupid Mormon children. Because sure, I, don't, sure. I don't know if anyone knows, but in, in Utah, where I am, Cub Scout is very much Mormon dominated. Like they control oh, the shit. Do you have Mormons
0: in Utah? I was not <laughs> aware of that.
1: that a- <laughs> it's, it's new. You're, you're not really. Is that a new thing? If you talk it's kind of like an infestation, like with spiders or something. Right? You never get rid of those motherfuckers once they come in. Well, we've got to burn the house down. <laughs> I mean, it's all an analogy. Yeah. Uh, I burned down the Uintas because there was Cub Scouts. You understand. Right? <laughs> you understand. They'll be like, oh, yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. It's, it's spiders, and, you know, <laughs> where are you taking me? What's going on? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so the weather immediately took a dump on us. It was, like, pouring down and lightning crashing everywhere. And all we could hear through the pouring rain were the whines and cries. Uh, Long story (laughs) short, too late, I um, canceled, like, we cut the the trip short just to come back. I sliced my thumb open, like, I almost lost a thumb up there. And I I blame, personally, the Boy Scouts, though they had nothing to do with it. They threw me off my game. So no, I'm, I'm sure it was their fault. Yeah, those bastards. But yeah, so I mean, other than that, it was a wonderful market vacation. <laughs> and, and so you know, <laughs> a listener, awesome. a, a contributor to the show, had mentioned that I do this just for the stories and stuff, and I'm starting to think there's something to that because I never really have. Like this was a wonderful experience. There's always I almost died or I almost lost a thumb or you know there was a, some catastrophic event that almost took place. Maybe it's the. Do you guys have
0: the weather channel in Utah?
1: There's <laughs> this is um, thing called the interwebs. I mean,
0: it happens every time, you know. I mean,
1: <laughs> well, the problem is like we we schedule our our vacation before we know what we're going to be doing, and so right. you know, then suddenly we just have this window that we have to operate in. Gotcha. Okay. To on. It's, it's right, horrible. Right. So it's poor planning. It is totally my damn fault. But <laughs> we do it every fucking year. <laughs> Don't fucking learn. Just blame it on the Cub Scouts. Those fuckers. Goddamn Cub Fuck. Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, you know, it's always a fucking headache trying to get anything done with a vacation shit. But anyway, normally this episode is like the 4th of July episode, which is why I brought it up at the top of the show. You know, sometimes I go into some sort of like uh, American historical reference of intention or whatever. But this time I think... Since I have Jan, we're just going to, we're just going to wrap a little bit about Satan, That's <laughs> <That perfect>. Satan-like, <laughs> Satan-like things. So let's go ahead and dive into Nine Cents Letters. Though I am an active member, I do not speak for the Church of Satan.
0: Dear Adam, my name is blank, obviously with help, um, and I am a 17-year-old senior in high school. I attempted to test for a driver's license and failed, which has become very upsetting and has created a pent-up feeling of anger toward this failure. Though sucking it up and moving on to bettering my skills for success of this goal helps to try to do better. I'm reading this how it's written, just so you know. Uh, yeah, this yeah, anger, this Right. This anger is still boiling in my blood and cannot find a reasonable way to relieve this aggression. Period. The driving instructor instructor conducting the test seemed to be a complete asshole with a very (laughs) rude attitude. I'll get used to that. That's all of them. (laughs) They all are. They all are. Uh, They're trained in that. Um, Probably had no life in brackets here. Probably had no life besides having it out for teenage drivers and working at the DMV. Uh, I've been to the DMV several times. If I worked there, I would be shooting teenagers as opposed to just being rude. Um, <laughs> on with the story. Um, though his personality may be irre- irrelevant to this email, I was completely nervous, and I let that nervousness control me and have no one else to blame, uh, even the instructor, for my failure except myself. Knowing this, would you recommend performing a destruction ritual with the intentions of ridding myself of these feelings as described by... Magus Gilmore, and Anton LaVey as a form of therapy? Or would this be counterproductive? Like if the possibility were to arise of something happening after the performance, would the ritual be self-destructive if I am the reason that I am performing the ritual in the first place? Cool. Uh, I've tried walking, writing, exercising, cleaning, etc., to relieve this anger and agitation, but nothing seems to kill this annoying pest that has been eating at my skin for several days. I do not anger easily, <clears throat> but this disappointment of fa- failing has made it difficult for me to move forward and succeed. Without this fear of failing again, uh, following me, which is preventing me to take that sorry, it's written,
1: <laughs> no, this sort is of
0: strange, one, yeah. uh, take that needed step forward to obtain this needed goal in my life. Any and all suggestions would be most helpful and appreciated. All right. Or appreciative. Yeah.
1: So Nathan, what do you, uh, what do you think?
0: Yeah, my, my immediate thought on this, and um, I, I think, hey, number one, uh, a destruction ritual, a ritual of any kind, is only as effective as it is effective for you, you know, uh, in my opinion. Um, if you're going to commit to a ritual of some sort, then, I mean, you have to know that the only reason you're performing it is to help yourself in a situation. It's that psychodrama. Um, and if, if you're questioning whether it's going to work or not, it's probably not going to, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Also, not only that, but, I mean, you know, if you're already having questions of what you actually direct, I mean, are you directing the destruction ritual towards your fear, towards your anger, towards your, you know, if that's the case and that helps you, Go with you know I mean? If that's going to, if you can get in a room and ritualize things and get it all, all that pent-up frustration out, I mean, look, 17 years old, you're going to have a lot of pent-up anger. You know, it's just, that's one of those things, like, to me, as a 42-year-old man reading this, it's going to seem somewhat silly that someone would be this distressed about something like this, but in reality, as a 17-year-old, that's a very real thing. To be upset about, and I and I can understand that. I can understand that when you're 17, that's very frustrating. You've got all these hormone craziness going on, and you. Yeah. You're, you're and 17 be, is
1: it's a little late for the test too. It's like a year late. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, there's got to be a lot of that, just like ah, fuck, I'm. I keep trying. I'm 17. I'm taking that, you know. And it, it, it's it's got to be frustrating. Um, I, I would, I would, you know, I, I don't want to be too, <laughs> uh, you know, whatever about it. But I do think that. There may be some anger issues here, and and I think that, you know, maybe maybe, maybe, maybe that a, whatever word that was, maybe uh, some form of counseling from somebody you trust is even a better route to go. Um, maybe someone that can sort of help you work through the anger, because obviously you've been trying on your own, and it's not re- the ritual in and of itself, unless you believe in the ritual, it's not going to work. You know, my ritual is getting up on stage. My ritual is performing in front of a bunch of people and getting out all that anger, that stress, that frustration, the fear, the, you know, all of that. As mm-hmm. I, I take on that onto stage, and I get to put out at people. You know, so that in and of itself is my ritual chamber stage, um, <clears throat> but... And there are people that have their own private ritual chambers, things of that nature. And I, I don't fault anyone for it. I think that's great. You know, if you have a place that you can go to and you can leave whatever it is in that chamber, do it. Because that's healthy. You know, that's a healthy way to get rid of something. Go in, ritualize it, get rid of it. Um, but if, if if you're questioning it and it's not really a thing that you know if it'll help you or not, it's probably not going to. You know, yeah. um, but that's that's just my take on that altogether. And I think that maybe a little bit of counseling, especially at the age of 17, you've got, like I was saying, everything frustrating, everything shitty at 17. Everybody, honestly, when you look around, probably everyone looks like morons at that point. <laughs> I remember when yeah. I was that age and everybody was stupid. Everybody sucked and everybody was out to get me, you know. And that's, that's a very real thing, and you can't help it because, honestly, I think it's, uh, it's not until you're like 25 when your brain is fully formed. And that's not to say someone's stupid. That's to say that your emotions, all of those things that are controlled by your brain, your brain is who you are. And if that's not fully formed yet, you're going to have those issues. You're going to have those em- emotional outbursts. You're going to have that anger and that fear and that frustration that's really hard to get under control unless you get someone to help you out with it. Yeah, That's my take
1: it's funny because the first thing i thought of when i was reading this for the first time last night where he says um he's he's tried everything and he listed a number of different things that he uh, you know to sort of relieve the stress or the anxiety (laughs) i I didn't see masturbation on there i'm like you need an orgasm man yeah yeah, yeah. you you need to fucking exercise those demons (laughs) right Get out the poison, brother. Seriously. Yeah. Okay, so that that's like number one. You, sh- I'm sure you, I'm sure it, you know you're 17. It's like a multiple at 17 he figured thing. that one out probably <laughs> yeah, very
0: well.
1: So that may be encapsulated in the et cetera. <laughs> um, right, I agree. Right. I, I agree with you. You actually mentioned something, Nathan, that I, th- I think is really amazing, and I don't know that I've thought about it before you mentioned it, and you can mention it in passing too, which is really fantastic. Um. <laughs> When people traditionally, I'm going to make a broad assessment here, when people think about ritual, they're thinking about an individual as the target of said ritual. Right. Um, Myself or a girl I want to have sex with or a man I want to destroy or, or a friend who's in need, whatever it is, they they traditionally sure. think about person. But you had mentioned focusing in on the fear as the target or, or, or the right. frustration as a target. I think that's an amazing way to look at right. it. Right completely different for me so i don't know if anyone else has thought about this either but it's literally the exact same thing it's an it's it's a an entity a a thing that you have created and fed and bred and allowed to dominate your life you've given Mm -hmm. it strength over you all you have to do is kill it is destroy it. Yeah. And so in that context, I think a destruction ritual would be amazing. And again, you know, sometimes, you know, you're 17, you're not 100% sure about things. So I, I kind of bend a little bit on the, you know, asking advice, like, do you think this would help? You know, you, you're not really sure right. about yourself and anything. So mm-hmm. if, if this gives you the confidence sure. to perform a destruction ritual to destroy that, the animosity, that anxiety, that fear that's within you that's preventing you from having a clear head, then fucking A right, I think you should do it. I think that'd be amazing. Absolutely. It's weird because destruction rituals are—you know—we like to think of it as uh, death or murder or you know an ultimate end, but it's really not that cut and dry when you think about it. Mm -mm. Um, There's a lot of ways
0: we as people aren't that cut and dry. Our 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 emotions and our mentalities aren't that cut and dry, so it it can be even more confusing to go in as I'm sure he's confused uh, with what a destruction ritual is and what it can be. And why shouldn't we be able to evolve the idea of what it is, you know? Uh, if yeah. we don't evolve in any way, then how are we any different from any other ism or religion or anything of that nature if we don't continuously evolve and get better from learning what works and what doesn't, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, I, what I, another thing I really loved about this letter was that he accepted personal responsibility for his nervousness and allowing yeah. it to sort of claim his, his, well, but here's the thing. And, and you may not under, I didn't understand this. scene, So you may not understand it, uh, individual writing in, but if you're aware that you're doing it, you can stop doing it. <laughs> like, right. Like awareness Absolutely. is like the first step in absolute control of a habit or, a, a compulsion or anything. If you're aware yep. that you're doing it, Stop, like make a conscious decision yeah. and fucking stop it's It sounds yeah. easy and it really is, but a lot of people have a hard time doing it, but well, awareness it separates man, the beginning it uh,
0: separates people who are uh aware of and are not aware of it sort of separates you from crazy i've always said, you know like i'll think oh. I'm doing something crazy right now, and then I'm like, <laughs> wait, I'm aware that it's crazy, so I guess I'm not really that crazy like, <laughs> yeah. If I can yeah. be aware of it, then all right, I'm not that nuts, you know?
1: <laughs> so so you continue fucking that chicken. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, maybe not exactly exact, but but no, I, I totally <laughs> no, I no, agree you exactly. That was it. Yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I knew you were traveling overseas and I know, you know, different folks <laughs> do, do as the Romans, you know, whatever. Um, Yeah, no, but I I also think it's on here at the very tail end where he says, I uh, I don't anger easily, but the disappointment from failing has made it difficult for me to move forward. Um, You know, sometimes you do need to talk to someone. Uh, I hope that this uh, little discussion helps a little bit, but you have school counselors. Hopefully you have supportive parents, Mm -hmm. um, that Mm -hmm. community leaders are always open so that there are avenues. And mm-hmm. if you're sure that you're not going to get your peepee touched, you can maybe even go talk to a, a, a local religious leader. You don't have to <laughs> buy into what they're selling, but if all you need is an ear, then right, if, if that's all you got, well, I would probably consider taking it. Just know that there's mm-hmm. going to be some hanging ups uh, associated with that, like callbacks and you know bugging you and stuff, trying to get you. To yeah, 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 um, yeah.
0: But uh, yeah, I would definitely. I mean, uh, absolutely. I mean, if if you can. If you can get something to work for you, make it work for you. Uh, yeah. Obviously, like you were saying, I I, I wouldn't even uh, hesitate to say, like you did. Yeah, why not go talk to someone who's you know a religious leader of some sort or so that they might have uh free counseling or something like that. But yeah, you're gonna have to know that they're gonna
1: try to sell shit to you, you know. Yeah. And
0: they're probably not gonna be that cool when you say, well, I'm a Satanist, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep that keep they're that not, thing in, yeah. in the back pocket. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, um, but, you know, part of my ideology and philosophy on things also is you got to use what you can. You know, so, so you're right in saying that, I feel, is that, you know, whoever you can find, it doesn't really matter, even if they normally uh, represent something that maybe you don't agree with or whatever, uh, right. that maybe you could find something positive in it, and why not?
1: Yeah. And I got to say, I've I've talked to a number of uh, hobos in my day, and I've run across some (laughs) that are like hippies and, you know, just sort of um, passive aggressive, what I would consider failures at life. Sometimes Shitty life experience gives you a little bit of wisdom. And so there's gems that you can sort of cherry pick through conversations with people that you would normally would never talk to. Uh, So I I would say use that as a last resort. But if it's not to tell 17 year old kids to go
0: talk hobos. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> which yeah. would they get touched unmolested first and were
0: are stabbed in the face
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. those are not nice shoes boy oh you got a problem right,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I got a problem too I haven't fucked anything and I got no shoes
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and hey even that in and of itself when you talk to someone like that sometimes you go oh my problem is bullshit I'm not even like, yeah. all right, I'm not this dude. So, uh, like, sometimes yeah. you talk to somebody like that, and you're like, I've got shoes. I'm good. You know? yeah. <laughs> and that's and something I think sometimes when you're that age is is nice to see sometimes, because a lot of times you feel like, like I was saying, the whole world's out to get you. Everything's wrong. Everyone's terrible, and everything sucks. And you don't realize until you get a little older that actually your life's pretty awesome. You know, I, I, yeah. I had to learn that. With my own family coming up, you know, even though I always had a pretty good appreciation, there were always the moments where I'm just like, fuck, I had it so good. I mean, we were very, very poor, but I, I never had to worry about getting beaten up by my parents. I never had to worry about getting touched by my parents you know, in any kind of weird way. I yeah. never had any kind of bad issues with them. You know, they're always great people. So it, it, it sort of was frustrating when I was a kid because I was like, damn it, why are my parents so good to me?
1: Yeah, well, I, I hate it because with my kids, you know, I, I try to support them and encourage them and, you know, hopefully they'll end up being strong, independent people. But it seems to me the more you are there, the less they rely on themselves. And so it's this vicious right. sort of back and forth. Like, in order to be an, a strong, independent person, you have to be independent, which means get yeah. the fuck away from your children and let them work shit out. But that's right. not the society we yeah, yeah. live in. Like we're told, you have to helicopter, you have to be involved, you have to, you know, make mm-hmm. them the center of your life. And I think that is the the further I get into this parenting gig, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's really dangerous. Yeah. Actually, probably some of the
0: best, and I can't, I won't even try to quote because it, it won't be as funny and it won't be as uh, insightful. But George Carlin had a lot to say yeah. on that, and it was it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And uh, it, it helped me in a lot of ways, you know what I mean, with my kids and stuff like that. Just like, all right, try to find that balance of, you mm. know, there's a certain age where obviously like a little bit, like I have a nine month old right now. You can't just go, okay, go get a job, hippie. You know <laughs> <laughs> you what know?
1: I um, If you're weak, you uh, can't. <laughs> <laughs> get out <laughs> and get a job.
0: <laughs> it's not it's not like the animal kingdom, you know, <laughs> in a lot of ways. Where it's just like, all right, you're out, go. <laughs> like, uh, Try not to get eaten by an eagle, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's much different, but finding that balance between the correct amount of protection and, you know, being a good parent uh, on the side of protection, but also trying to be a good parent on the side of giving them their independence and, and becoming a person of their own, as opposed mm-hmm. to just an extension of you, you know, exactly. uh, that's, that's never going to help them. What happens when you're gone? You know, they don't, they learn nothing at that point, so. Uh, so it's a struggle but it's uh it's a constant struggle and battle but it's just something you gotta do you know you signed up for it you're a parent so do it you know exactly. figure it out
1: I mean, and this this 17-year-old writing in is like, what the fuck are they talking yeah, about? I mean, <laughs> I've got a problem. I <laughs> have kids. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. So uh, <laughs> flog that bishop, release the demon, uh, get rid of that poison inside your body. And then, yeah, if you yeah. feel like you want to do a destruction ritual, awesome, do it. If you want to do a compassion ritual for yourself, fucking do it. You know, whatever you feel like you need to do in order to get over this mm-hmm. hurdle. And remember, it seems like it's important right now, but it doesn't matter if you get your license today or next month or in three right. years or ever. Like mm-hmm. some people go through their whole lives and they've never drove yeah. a car. So it is not mandatory. It is not necessary. And if you just go into it with a little bit of that perspective, thinking it's not the end of the world, well, then right. you're going to be fine. Like you're going to you'll eventually yeah. get it if you really want it and just take yeah. it and, and learn from them.
0: and and one of the one of the things to remember number one read that damn book because I remember I failed my first time going through because I didn't read the book I was like oh it's going to be easy screw it so the written test I failed immediately because I was being an idiot and I didn't read the book you know Um, because there's all these strict questions and stuff but then also you have to realize that once you get in the car with that instructor he's going to intimidate you you know there's just no two ways about it the guy is going to be cranky he's going to be grumpy he's got a shit job at the DMV which is just Oh, uh, it's just, <laughs> uh, well, we've all walked into a DMV. They're awful. Yeah. They're just real yeah. cool places. And if I had to work in one, I would be angry and mean too, you know? So so you just got to sort of keep it in your head that that person isn't in power. It's not like you're in there, like, if you fail, you go to jail or anything, you know? It's, yeah, they just, send you to death. Yeah, yeah. You just have to sort of block them out and do what you know is the right way to drive the damn car you know just
1: go mm-hmm. yeah and uh you know if, if if you're not overtly anxious or nervous you just you know you make normal mistakes it's really not that big of a deal traditionally but yeah just yeah, no. relax no, like, you're they can smell
0: fear don't
1: yeah. be <laughs> 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 it's either that or that terrible cologne that you kids think it smells good <laughs> I, I don't know which <laughs> By the way, I've never had a girl go down on me and say, "You need more body spray." <laughs> like what No. what is that, this? No one no, ever said that. I know, like it's just I don't understand why people think that having so much like you you have natural scent, allow it to dominate, it's right.
0: man. <laughs> Fuck. It's the advertising. It's the advertising. You're told that you need this in order for girls to want you, and dudes <laughs> are honestly stupid. Hell We're idiots. Yeah. And so, so we buy into that advertising. It's like, oh, it will make girls want me. And it's never going to work. It's a personal Try a personality. Try that on first. And if that doesn't get them, you know, I guess all you got left is your ex-body spray. I don't know. If <laughs> but grow a personality, be interesting, and you'll be all right. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah for sure. All right. Well, uh, let's – we beat that to death. Let's uh, move on to a little, right? a little, a little bit moment. <laughs> You're
0: Totally frustrated and confused. That kid. Let's move
2: on. <laughs> I don't know what to do, still. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Hey,
1: what's going on, man? Uh, in front of me.
2: Get am trying.
1: truck. Who's out there? All right. Uh, this is the LatinPost.com. <laughs> to articles. And by Peyton Greenan, posted June twenty eight. Golden Gate Bridge, San Francisco attraction, will get seventy six million dollars suicide barrier. Um, Thank you, taxpayers. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations, California. You're done. San Francisco's (laughs) Golden Gate Bridge is one of America's biggest attractions, but it has a darker side. It's also one of the country's most popular places for people to jump to their deaths. For decades, people have been pushing for a barrier to help prevent suicide attempts, according to the San Francisco Chronicle. And on Friday, a board of the Golden Gate Bridge Highway and Transportation District unanimously approved a $76 million plan to install steel cable nets below the edges of the bridge, the Chronicle reported. Oh. It's supposed to be like Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the nets are intended to discourage people from jumping and catch them if they do. Bridge Rail, is Rail that, Foundation Now records, is this
0: too? to keep them from jumping or is it to just give entertainment to people standing around the bridge
1: see and i know i, I probably would have done it too if, if like i saw nets there i was like uh, hey right. uh, i dare you to jump on the, the net you know, right, you know like, like you and your jumping. high school buddies yeah why wouldn't you plug yeah, that thing so they're right. gonna cause more problems, i think <laughs> or, and here's the <laughs> other thing is california is so goddamn broken and, and just totally in debt um, why are they getting money here? Like, this is the weirdest place to put $76 million. Right. Well, not only
0: that, but, I mean, you're already broken in debt. What a better way to get out of debt than to have some people off themselves. I mean, <laughs> I <don't> know, <laughs> right. Right?
1: Less of a burden
0: on <laughs> society. Not only that, or make it a tourist attraction. I mean, if everybody comes there to kill themselves, come to Beautiful Side. Put out pamphlets and shit for people who want to kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Francisco like, after dark. Right, make, some, make a couple bucks. I mean, I, I just don't understand why we always have to play Superman to people that want our fucking help. Like, they, they once you're at the top of a bridge ready to jump, you've thought this out a little bit. You know what I mean? You've traveled, you're there, you're going to do it. It's, it's, and, and not only that, but, I mean, it's just in some people's chemical makeup at that point. You know, their brain has told them, we're done.
1: Yeah. Well, here's the... Like, from a financial standpoint, it is what I don't understand. Your big earners, the people that are productive and paying taxes, mm-hmm. I would say they're a lower percentage of the suicide population. It's right. the people who have no productivity, the people who are not doing anything with their lives. They're just like, oh, I can't handle this. Oh. They're That's sapping right. the fucking society already. Why would you stop them? Why? Right. Let them go. It's, it's, it's it, 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 like, it fixes itself,
0: almost. You know what I mean? I mean, people that are at that end of their rope, and not only that, but it just gets gross after a while, that we get to try and tell people when they're allowed to die. Like, you're allowed whatever you want with your body. That's yours. If you want to end it, you end it. You do what you need to do. Now, if you're an actual family member or a friend of this person, obviously you're going to want to try and talk them out of it, get them, you know, some help or whatever. But as a society, why the fuck would we Care. You know, why would it matter? This has gone beyond societal empathy, and has turned into this almost oppressive thing where we don't allow people to control their own destinies. You know, like, and, and it goes into when we had all these debates over um, Dr. Kevorkian back in the day, or the Terry mm-hmm. Schiavo case, that type of stuff, where people believe that they have some form of control over other people's lives. And it's insanity to me that at any point someone would think that they are allowed an opinion on someone else's destiny or what they feel they need to do with their life or when they need to end it. You know, it's just, fuck you. It's none of your business. Like, especially not to drop that much money into it, you know? It's just, oh, yeah. and and I, I mean, there's plenty of ways to off yourself. They don't have to get at the top of the Golden Gate Bridge, but maybe it's just a more romantic way for them to do it. Maybe that's their last dying wish to be like, Well, at least I want it to be cool. you know like, I <laughs> to go out in a really neat way for myself, you know, yeah, so I mean, who are you to stop it? Fuck you, you know.
1: Well, there's this really wonderful note here that says uh, the federal government will contribute $50 million to the project with state and local sources funding the rest. So it's not just California. You and I are paying for this shit. Wow. (laughs) To stop people. I want my $2 back of Toa because there's no way.
0: There's going to be some to. kind of payback for me. Like, I've got to get, like, a free flight out to California to watch a moron jump into a net at least for 10 minutes. Like, you know? Yeah. It's, this, this I, is I really hope great. at least, like, when they jump, it, like, breaks a leg or it does something, you know what I mean? So you can at least watch and go, oh, well, there we go. That's at least some form of entertainment value.
1: I just, I feel like, what, what is there, like, a slide off the side? They have to just sit there and wait for, like, an attendant <laughs> to come by? Like, at what point what? do they get out of said net? Why don't they just roll off the net? Back into the ocean so and finish you, with her.
0: And you know there would be there would be rules to this net. You know what I mean? You know there'd be like <laughs> attendance and shit like that. Like because we can't do anything without having warning signs. Warning: If you jump off, you will fall into this net. Well, I was gonna fucking kill myself anyway. Just say, <laughs> so what? Uh, it will be so like
1: cool. no more than five people per net. Make your shoes right. and your shoes and glasses right. are all off. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> Put all your valuables in a oh. satchel beside the jumping point. We <laughs> are not liable for any lost luggage. Yeah, no, there's going to be <laughs> <notes in between>. <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. This is a really great ending here. It says apparently suicide individuals don't want to hurt themselves; they want to die. <laughs>
0: Oh, is that what they're doing? <laughs> oh. oh, I'm so glad they filled us in on that. That was... So, man, that this guy
1: okay? says, so when nets have been erected, people stop jumping. Apparently, suicide individuals, they don't want to hurt themselves. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiot! Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh,
0: that is... that is just... It, it's... it's funny, but it's honestly horrific. Just the mindset that creates ideas. And says mm-hmm. those things without fully thinking them out. Like there is nothing worse than arrogant stupidity. You know what I mean? Yeah, just like yeah. just wild, unlearned, but arrogant stupidity. You know? It just it's, it blows me away. I actually had a very good laugh reading that article. Like it just, it, I, <laughs> but like in one of those like I need to laugh or I might all. <laughs> <Like, laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, oh. it, it's it's sad. It's it's a really powerful statement, and it's one that I never see. You know, all the all the people that really champion individual liberty never mm-hmm. really take on shit like this. Right. Why, why isn't the Tea Party standing up saying no? Let us kill ourselves? You know there's a group I'd stand right, behind jumping right. a bridge. And you should jump because off it's this selective. It's always selective with these <laughs> yeah. morons.
0: Like it doesn't matter who it is. These personal liberty people, except for I have actually had a good amount of respect for the ACLU because they seem to not give a shit who they're defending. <laughs> you know, I, mean, yeah. I they'll defend gay rights, the claim the you know anything. You know, what I mean, as long as it has something to do with personal liberty, and that's that's sort of cool. I actually say, well, hats off. You know, sometimes, but um, but a it's lot. It's hard of for me to. St-
1: yeah, I mean, you hear this a lot from people that are staunch, sort of. Um, hardcore either federalists or um, capitalists mm. or republican or um, right. individual liberty individuals. They, they always harp on how bad the ACLU is um, right. and how much it's bringing down our society. This is, a, and the, I've never understood this, because this is an organization that was built to defend the founding document, the United States, uh, and yeah. the people that it Like, how is that a bad thing if you truly... It's, war- an, organization, it's an organization that will
0: defend... The people who are talking shit on it, like they, yeah. <laughs> they've defended the Tea Party several times, they, for their rights to be able to say the dumb shit they say. You know, it just yeah. it it blows my mind. You're talking shit on something, an organization that at the drop of a hat would defend your rights to do what you're doing. You know, they're just <laughs> doing it around the board. You know, they're doing it for everybody. That's that's awesome. Um, but most people, when they say personal freedom and liberty, they don't mean it. They mean personable. Personal freedom and liberty for what they believe is right, you know. It's yeah. you know, like the tea party and things like that. It's it's personal liberty and freedom as long as you're not gay, you know. Yeah. Or yeah. personal liberty and freedom as long as you're a happy white Christian, you know. It just it, it doesn't go all around,
1: you know. Seriously, no, I I, I totally totally agree with that. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I, you know what? This next article though is really fantastic. Do you want to do you want to do this real quick?
0: Yeah. Um, Okay, woman set set her house on fire in a bid to kill a spider. Uh, Firefighters were called to the home in Hutchinson, Kansas, just after 1 a.m. on Friday. This happened at night. Uh, 1 a.m. on Friday, Deputy Fire Chief Doug Hannon said clothing was found smoldering as crews entered the property. They discovered multiple points of origin for the blaze, which was swiftly brought under control. No one was injured. I, even the spider, I assume. Um,
1: she <laughs> was on the roof like, Bitch,
0: you miss me again! <laughs> you miss me, motherfucker! Uh, I'll be back! Ginny uh, Griffith was arrested on suspicion of aggravated arson reports. <laughs> uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Ginny Griffith was arrested on suspicion of aggravated arson. Arson reports the Hutchinson News. It adds that a police statement said Griffiths told officers that she used a cigarette lighter to set towels alight to kill a spider. <laughs> you can kill a spider with a towel that's not lit. <laughs> Spiders don't have special like. Well, where were you at 1 a.m. on Friday? <laughs> right, right. Spiders don't have this special armor that's only penetrated by fire. <laughs> like, like, I, how is that an idea that went through and here's, here's my point for the, for the other article these work together you know what <laughs> I mean like there's, there's a Darwinian need for people to just go sometimes because they do dumb shit like this it's yeah. just it's, it's awful like I, what if she was house sitting or someone else's house or babysitting some kid and she did this dumb shit you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, uh, how do you get to that point where you're like, oh, fuck, a spider. Light a towel on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, the got the a towel? That connection. I've yeah. got a lighter. i need a towel. Uh, <laughs> right. That's the only way you can kill a spider, right? It's like a werewolf with a silver bullet. <laughs> you have to light a towel on fire. That now, doesn't awful. need to be a specific towel. No, any towel. Dude, don't get crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> light any towel on fire <laughs> we're not getting crazy here we're just killing a spider
1: with a wet towel <laughs> fucking morons it's, it's is amazing it's amazing i gotta to, uh, I, i've thought of some like I don't, I don't i've never gone this far i'll say but there's been points <laughs> where i see like a grotesque spider on my wall i go to mm-hmm. like smash it with my hand or with a shoe or something and i miss it and i can't find it again <laughs> so i know it's out there and it's thinking and you know about... that
0: motherfucker knows what you just tried to do. I know!
1: <laughs> it was just like, oh, he's like, huh? <laughs> You sleep I'll, sometime. I'll be laying eggs in your ear later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, that's the most horrific thought I would ever think in my life. is one of those motherfuckers getting in my ear and laying eggs. Or just getting in my ear in general. I don't know why the laying eggs have to come into it. Like, it's bad enough just getting into any hole in my body, let alone laying an egg in there. That is awful. But still, when I see one, I just, I mean, oh, I can just hit it with something. I don't need to light anything on fire or burn my house down in order to rid myself of this spider. Like, just There's, so anyone yeah. knows listening, spiders do not have any kind of special armor. They are very squishable. Like, you can just, you can just hit them. Or even if you want, like, if you want to be cool about it, you can even just sort of catch them in a cup. And just throw them outside. Like it's it's cool. Like I mean, if you throw them far enough away, they probably won't come back. You know, just, they are very you to, squishable. <laughs> you don't have to bring fire into this. Like it just there's no situation where any bug, except for maybe a tick. I think there's something oh. about a tick where you can light them and they blow up or something. But like even then, come on. Like, just, you gotta know that fire does some crazy shit and just, you don't, you don't need it. You don't need it. Just let it, let it go.
1: Yeah, fire does Especially itself. It, first... it will do its own. It will yeah, continue it to will, spread. It,
0: it doesn't listen to you. It's, it's not there <laughs> to help you. Like, fire is not your friend. It's not there to help you out in your spider-killing campaign. It's just <laughs> fire. It just does it just
1: goes. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> it is, I mean, it speaks to the, um the power of of phobia and fear though. You yeah. know, I mean we started the show with a, a young man allowing his fears to to dominate and, and sort of mm-hmm. allow like force him to fail even. And and now we're right. sort of ending almost with this fear of you could kill yourself because of your right. rabid fear taking control. And you and, you not the rationally. young man is
0: still listening. Hopefully yeah. the young man is still listening because this is where you're headed, buddy. All right? Take the lighter and
1: you throw it out it. the car window. Do right. not... Throw it out the car
0: window. <laughs> get your shit you know, don't even use towels
1: anymore. Just air dryer. dry.
0: Right. <laughs> mm. Get it under control before you end up doing this shit. <laughs> Do you think there was, was a point coming, where then? she
1: was like like fucking around with the bick, like trying to get it to light but she's breathing right. so heavy that she's blowing it out? She's like, oh, I gotta light this. Right. This spider's coming and I have gotta <laughs> kill it and... <laughs> Like, a towel can't be the easiest thing to light. It was probably a little damp, too. No, no. Not only that, yeah, you'd think, like, maybe the first
0: one she grabs was one she'd just taken a shower with. She's like, damn it, no, I need a drawer. Yeah.
1: She grabs another one, like, no, not the good (laughs) towel. Right. (laughs)
0: <laughs> give me one of those junk towels that i was yeah. cleaning all day with that uh caustic chemicals get that over here because that'll that'll light up quick because you know that was it, it was like a rag oh, under the sink that had like some kind of like flammable material on it and it just went haywire on her
1: i gotta so say now. though i would have loved to be that spider watching her do it though oh like, that yeah oh would have been oh, absolutely. amazing Cause you know he was watching it, going, "Oh, here we go, here we go.
0: Oh, <laughs> this is gonna be good. She's not gonna even come close to hitting me with that. This is gonna be
1: awesome." <laughs> well, like here's the thing too: like spiders can move. So if something gets too hot, they move away from it. What? Well, <laughs> They're just gonna sit there? Fucking uh, dumb! I'm gonna burn this room and get the spiders. That is something everyone should know spiders can move. <laughs> they have eight motherfucking legs. They will move. They <laughs> have to fuck, man. They will move. Don't they, they, and you get hot near them
0: and they don't like it. they just like, oh, man, there's so many things wrong with that. So
1: awesome. So awesome.
0: Uh, but, but yes, right. I, I think it's, it's a good point on a serious note. It's a good point on how fear controls people and how fear can cause people to do the most Asinine and insane things. Um, just because, you know, I mean, well, it's, it's a natural part of life. You're afraid of the end result of all this. You know yeah. that we're just going to be done, gone. There's nothing after that, and there's a real fear of that. And that's why people create gods. That's why people um, do uh, hit spiders with flaming towels. You know, <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same thing.
1: <laughs> Such a drama queen. Um, I, I hope towel. to give that
0: analogy sometime. <laughs> so sleeping <laughs> a God is sort of like getting a spider with a flaming towel <laughs> and then just watch faces until I actually explain it out it's, just, it's a great analogy I feel <laughs> insane
1: and insane like you, right. you, they're, they're parallel here in right. trains of thought yeah no, amazing and <laughs> now What's, what's happening uh,
0: I can I can chat about just about anything I've got a lot of shit coming up so um well, let uh, me first say I really quick I, I for,
1: just, for, for uh, those of you who, who didn't maybe didn't hear the last uh, interview or the last and first interview I had with Nathan um, mm-hmm. his his current project I am heresy uh, just go to I am heresy dot com um, and you can hear the music it's really great the album Thy Will is out right Mm -hmm. so you've been touring overseas yes and in the states okay so and stateside not my stateside I would say no no we've been
0: mostly on the east coast and we've gotten out to the middle sort of right out in Chicago Detroit area stuff like that but haven't made it quite out that far yet
1: I do hear that's sort of the hump area. Like it's hard to get past that Chicago area.
0: It really is. It really is. Cause you got so much shit in the middle. That's just like, Oh, it's a chore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Once you, once you get it, you're good, but it, it's a, it's a big chore. And I mean, to tour the U.S. I mean, it's, it's a good, uh, you gotta be out for at least a month, maybe a, a month and a half to really hit everything you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, 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 it's a bit of, it's a, it's sort of hard, especially if you're a new band, you know?
1: Well, how has it been going? I mean, let's talk a little bit. I am how's, how's how How's the project been happening?
0: It's, it's been going very well. It's been going really well. We, uh, we did two tours in Europe so far and we've been, a, done a few tours in the U S we're actually going out on another tour in the U S in late July, um, with a band called so hideous. Um, That'll be for two weeks, two and a half weeks, um, and then I believe you know there'll, there'll be other stuff coming up. But we're trying to stay out as much as possible, um, and just you know sort of show people what we do, which um, has definitely evolved as we move on. It's, it's it's been a lot of fun with this band. Um, you know, we obviously we come from a more satanic perspective. And um, it's been fun sort of building our stage show around that. Uh, and it, it sort of came from the idea of the stage being a ritual chamber. Um, oh, the stage, yeah. at least for me, you know, it's it's, it's like one of those things. So, so I've started to bring in aspects of that. You know, we have this big wooden symbol, our band symbol, which is... Uh, <clears throat> what I refer to as a double Leviathan cross. Um, and when you see it, you'll know why, uh, because mm-hmm. that's exactly what it is. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, the idea coming up with it is if you were to see a Leviathan cross sort of coming out of the water with its reflection, and I really wanted to play off of the whole as above, so below the night oh, day, yeah. evil man woman, you know, that sort of duality. Um, and and, and it, so it was fun creating that symbol. And then on the album, you see that wooden symbol on the front, and then on the back, it's it's in flames. Uh, we actually have that one, and we set that up on stage uh, with candles, and we've got a couple of skulls that go with it. I'm building a little bit of an altar table to go along with that. We have smoke, lights, samples, all kinds of crazy shit. Um, Ooh. Yeah, to sort of just heighten the mood of it, so it's not just uh, music, it's not just a performance. It's it's almost like a a play of sorts, you know. It, it harkens back to like, say, Alice Cooper things like that, where there was more oh, yeah. to it than just you know the music. There was you felt like you were part of someone's uh, ritual, almost, to where. You're there, and you're not sure if you're supposed to be, but there's that. You want to see what's going to happen, you know? And I really like building that sort of dark anticipation and that feeling like everyone there is sort of part of, of, of what's going on and not just watching, you know?
1: How, so do, you, that's, how, how do you reconcile the—I mean, it's, it's easy, in my experience, for it to become too campy. So how do you maintain that balance? Uh, What you
0: do is you use your own discretion in a lot of things because, um, and, and this is something we've struggled very hard to make sure that we do it in a way that has a somber tone to it. You know, it has to have some form of feeling and emotion to it, to where it's not just Hey, we're being silly, a Satan, whatever, you know what I mean, type of feel. Right. Uh, I I don't want it to be too campy or too Satany, you know what I mean? There's like there's that there's that line, there really is. And and I, I would rather get in and sort of give people a visceral reaction, almost scare them a little. You know, to mm. where it's an actual okay, I'm actually in something that I'd been told to be afraid of, because that's how I got into Satanism in a lot of ways, and how I realized that it was who I was and and what I believed, um, because uh, I realized that all these things that I had been told to be afraid of, I was attracted to. You know, uh, growing up in a Christian household, they would throw, like, all these old videos of Anton LaVey and Black Sabbath and all this different stuff, and they'd try to scare kids with it. And I was always like, oh... I need to find that stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so it's like I got to see more about this. That's awesome, and that's that's what I want to connect to with other people. I want to, you know, give them a show and a and a somber feeling of mystery and of you know something that they can just grasp onto and go. This is something I want to be a part of. This is I, I want to, and at the same time, you can't take yourself too seriously. I think at the show, you can, but I'm not really a big fan of always being in costume type of thing. You right. know, like offstage, like after the show, I think there's a need of lightning, you know, of lightening the mood. They, we've just been through this big thing together. We've released some energy. We've released all of this darkness. Now let's just pal around, buy some merch, have some fun, talk, you know? And I, yeah. I love having that, that sort of um, difference right after the show. Like maybe even if it's like after the show, you put on a certain song or the lights come up, a certain song goes on, you go out into the audience and you sort of, hey, thanks so much for coming, type of thing, you know, Um, make them feel like not only were they part of a, a purging, but now they're sort of part of a family to an extent to where they can just have some fun and let loose and what they just went through was worth it. You know, it wasn't just a ploy for their money, you know, yeah, and it wasn't yeah. just a um, a not um, be silly thing to do, you know, that it actually meant something. And I That's think it cool. can mean something. Music is such a powerful device is that, you know, when you spend that, your hard-earned money to go see a show, you want to see a fucking show. You want to be oh, entertained. Yeah and you want to release energy. You want to get out whatever you had to go through. So why can't we all be part of that ritual? Why can't we just have this huge ritual together where everyone just releases all that anger, fear, frustration, joy, whatever it is. And that's what we're there to provide or try to provide at least.
1: So, uh, yeah. well, what yeah. do you consider being, uh, a success? and, and I'm going to carry this forward a little bit, but what do you consider being a successful show and do you have locations that you know towns or cities or countries that are better than others
0: yeah um well a successful show and it's it's funny because um it took me a while to realize what a successful show is um but i learned fairly quickly um is that a successful show is has nothing to do with the number of people there Unless mm-hmm. there's no people there, then you're just practicing but as long as there is one person there and they don't leave, you know mm-hmm. that's a success because you've got that person that person and and this is what I hate is when bands play a show to five people and they treat it as if they're playing a show to five people, when we <laughs> go out and play if, if there are ten people there. We're going to set up all the shit. We're going to be theatrical and crazy. We're going to do our show. Um, Because those people paid money. And those people came to see a show. And we're going to involve them. We're going to instigate them. We're going to be there in their face, you know, having fun with them. You know, and giving them what they paid to come see. And, And when you do that, people appreciate it. You've created a new world for them. Instead of coming out to see a band that they're really interested in then go well fuck these guys i paid money too (laughs) you know what i mean like why the hell should i care about this band if they don't care about me you know and that i'm there paying my hard-earned money to see them act like a bunch of dickheads you know so that's that's a successful show as the band makes it a success and that's just Mm. that's just the end of it you know is that if 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 the band does not create a successful show, then it's not going to be one, whether you're playing to, and I've had the same experience playing to 30,000 people and 30 people, you know, with my Mm. other band, Voice That's Fire, we've played enormous shows, you know, and and, and my experience is with I Am Heresy to bring that same feeling, that same passion to 30 people that I would to 30,000. Hell
1: yeah. So what about locations? What, what's the...
0: Oh, sorry. Yeah, locations. And, and it really depends. I, I find, and what's funny, is that we get, we got a very cool reaction in South Carolina. Uh, we went down there. Really? It, it seems like when you go to places where there's sort of like a... Oh, sorry. I got to kiss my son real quick. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, okay. And... Um, when when you when you go to certain locations where there's a severe amount of repression, there's a severe need to fight against it. You know what I mean? There's yeah. that sincere sincere need to rebel, and and it works out really well. I mean, we played in South Carolina, and and I'll tell you, when I I went off about because I mean they have a lot of problems down there with uh, gay rights and things like that. And, and I was talking to a lot of people before the show about that. And when we were playing the show, I, um, I went on a rant and it was funny because you can see the people that were finally able to go, Oh, finally somebody's saying this and I can be part of it and clap and, <laughs> you know, uh, and, and then you could see the people that were like, Oh, this shit and walk out. But but it was, in this situation, it was awesome, because I, I, I went on, I, I was speaking on how <clears throat> these religious radicals try to, um, I, I was saying, you know, how they try to control your life, and they try to tell you what to do, and how you need to act, and blah, 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 and that and the other thing, uh, and they tell you that they do it for their omniscient all-seeing, all-powerful God, you know, Mm -hmm. that's there, that loves you, that cares for you, and in the name of this all-compassionate, all-seeing God, um, they want you to do what they want you to do, and what they feel is right for you, but, you know, and this is where it got pretty crazy, and the room got pretty divided. I was like, oh, what about in Rwanda, when a 16-year-old girl is attacked by 20 men has her limbs chopped off as she's being gang-raped. At that point, where the fuck is your all-seeing, all-powerful, all-loving God? When a Taiwanese girl at the age of nine is chained to a fucking floor so American businessmen can have their way with her, where the fuck is he at that point? So why the fuck should you care about him if he doesn't give a fuck about you? And at that point, you know, obviously there was a rousing applause while about two or three people were like, Ugh, and walked out, because they don't want to have to argue with that. You know what I mean? They don't want yeah. to have to hear that, and that it hurts to hear. When people put a lot of their faith and a lot of their time into something, when they hear stuff like that, they don't want to have to defend that, because they know the only defense for that is, well, God knows what's good. You know,
2: well, obviously he doesn't.
0: <laughs> Number one, he's not there, and if he is, he's a fucking asshole. You know, because I know if if he's supposed to be this father figure, I know that me personally, as a father, (laughs) you don't sit there and watch that happen to your children. So, you know, but anyway, my point that I was trying to make instead of just going off on a preachy tangent was that in those places, you get a good response a lot of the times. There's a lot of people who are very interested in Satanism. They're very interested in uh, a- being an atheist, being agnostic, uh, and yeah. mostly just trying to get away from that hot, gross repression. You know that they've experienced <clears throat> you know, all their life.
1: In that case, you got to get your ass out to Salt Lake City. Yeah, I would we do. <laughs> we are ripe with fucking right. frustration. <laughs> Mainly atheist <laughs> kids uh, over Satanist kids, but uh, it's, it's all good still. Right.
0: And, and so it's it, funny, though. It's, uh, you get the same response sometimes. It's, it's, it's sort of funny, and this is something that troubles me a lot, is that you have, you, know, you have the Christian stuff and different religions and stuff, and then you have the atheists that won't listen to you because of the whole Satanism thing. Because yeah. it, that, that's the arrogant stupidity that I was speaking on. Uh, earlier Mm -hmm. is you have that that mentality where they go well if if you're an atheist and you can't believe in Satan well I don't so we're on the same page moron Mm -hmm. and they won't listen you know what I mean they won't listen because they've decided that they're as open-minded as they need to be and they don't need to read a book and all they're doing is quoting Hitchens and Dawkins anyway who are a million times smarter than they'll ever hope to be (laughs) <laughs> so it it just it's it's it gets you know it gets disturbing in and of itself on that level you know
1: that's what i and that's one of the reasons why i really hate I would like, I never refer to myself as an atheist because I don't want to be bunched in with that group, the group that fucking right, knows right. it all already. You know, all they have to do is hold up a fucking science class book and say, this is the vibe. This is reality. Right. Like bitch, right. You don't know everything. Like no one fucking knows right. everything. There are possibilities and potential and fucking cosmic fucking quandaries that we do not understand why do you just sit here and right, say right i know every you don't know shit you fucking and that's right. the other thing <laughs> is that if you're just standing here quoting some other guy who's smarter than you what fu- how are you contributing to said atheist yeah. anything like you're just a fucking yeah. lemming Ugh, yeah you're not I, doing I, anything
0: at that point it's it's I'm very obnoxious and it, it drives me insane and it's and only, obviously, there are plenty of people that do get it. You know what I mean? They're like, right, okay, right. Well, well, what's that about? You know what I mean? And they'll ask. And then they'll go, oh, okay, well, I can get down with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I understand that now. But then there's other people that just won't even let you explain. You know, they yes. won't even let you talk about it. They won't go learn for themselves. And then, you know, I've been called a hypocrite, all this stuff, because <laughs> you, I was, hypocrite. you know. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I've, I, I, whether I want to call myself that or not, I am a pretty devout atheist. I don't believe, you know, um, yeah, yeah. but at the same time, I'm a Satanist and it, that's very strange for people. People are like, well, you're a hypocrite. Well, let me explain why I'm not. <laughs> no, you just are. And you suck. <laughs> yeah. you know,
1: I know it's, better it's, it's than ridiculous.
0: you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're very smart. So maybe you should just <laughs> go on and be smart and know everything. I don't, yeah. I don't know how to help you with that.
1: Uh, <laughs> Make a <laughs> more absorbent underwear. Yeah, right, <laughs> seriously. <right. laughs> well, let me, uh, Let me. Are, are you still touring? What's, what's coming up here for I Am Heresy? Yeah,
0: uh, we're co- coming up on this tour. Uh, I Am Heresy is going to go out on tour with uh, this band, So Hideous. Uh, and that starts in Richmond, Virginia, I believe on the 21st of July. We'll be out for two weeks. Then uh, I come home from that, and I immediately, a couple days later, go over to Europe with Voice That's Fire, for about, uh, I think it's three shows, um, just like festival dates. Uh, Come back from that, and hopefully there'll be some more stuff laid out by then. Right now, that's all in the works right now. But um, uh, after that, uh, now of Fire, on the other hand, is doing a a set of anniversary shows in October, which I'm actually really looking forward to. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, What we're doing is we're going over to Europe, and we'll just sort of camp out in a city for three days. And throughout those three days, we're going to do uh, one of our albums per day. <clears throat> so Whoa. We, take, we take three albums, and the one day we'll do you know, one album plus you know, the quote-unquote hits. The second day a different album plus the hit, you know, and, and so forth. Uh, we also did a bundle package, so when people bought all three days, they also get an extra acoustic shelf. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to be hell because it's going to be like sitting around relearning songs that we've never even played before. Plus I'll be doing stuff that <laughs> I'm heresy. you know, uh, I'll be exhausted, but it's going to be awesome. And it's the best way to probably do a 20 year anniversary thing. You know what I mean? Uh, and I think we'll do some U S dates too. Uh, but you know, uh, after, you know, that, um, I'm not sure what we're doing with that band. I know that there's a lot in the works for I'm Heresy. You know, obviously into next year, we'll probably be looking into getting a new album together. Uh, we'll be trying to tour as much as possible because, you know, as far as uh, in quote unquote hardcore community, Boy Sets Fire is a standard. You know what I mean? We we yeah. definitely made our we made our mark. You know, um, and and it's very hard to get out from under that. At times with the new band, with I Am Heresy. And so the only way to really do that is to get out there and prove yourself. And that's what I've been really enjoying about this band. It's not easy. And and I love that. I love getting out there and convincing 10, 15 people that we're worth it. You know? Because um, you're just going to have that situation where it's like, well, oh, it's up with the I don't care you know, and, <laughs> and maybe they're not attracted necessarily to the message by her or whatever, but, but either way, um, it's, it's, it's awesome to get into a room, do this ritual, scream your heart out in front of 10, 15 people and have them stare back at you and go, holy shit, what the fuck did I just watch? You know, <laughs> and, then, and, and that's, that's, that's the reward. You know what I mean? You get up and then they bring more friends next time. And then next time those friends bring friends. And after a while you've created something, you've created something new. And that's what I'm about. You know, I, I, yeah, I want to yeah. always be stepping up my game. I, I want to always be creating something new and doing something. I, I don't want to be stale. I don't want to be, you know, just Nathan from voice of fire. I don't want to be, you know, yeah. Yeah, I, I want to be always doing something. So, um, so I am heresy is, uh, the new thing, it's the thing that I'm pushing hard on uh, and that I want to really, you know, get out to people. Um, so, yeah, I'm very passionate about it, as you can tell. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, it's good though. So where can people go to to keep track of tour dates and what's coming up?
0: If you go to, uh, you can go on to um, Fans in Town is an app you can use to find us. Um, you can also usually Facebook is usually the best way or Instagram. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram are like the the Trinity. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, with us, we you know the the infernal tr- Trinity, if you will. Uh, we um, uh, every everything on those is constantly. I, I I have control of the Twitter, the Facebook, and the Instagram, and I usually put stuff on there all the time. If not telling people new information, just trying to entertain them with weird. Weird occult Satan stuff, you know. <laughs> um, but and if you go nice. on there, you'll understand exactly what I'm saying. But yeah. um, the, um, the the Facebook is probably the best. It's uh, however you get on to with the Facebook.com/slash I am Heresy. It's really easy to find. Um, you go on to there, and from there you'll have so many links to our Instagram, to our Twitter, to our our merchandise. We have a uh, online merchandise site. Uh, where you can buy stuff. Um, also, and I, I really hope to try and get this shirt reprinted. It's it's funny because I've been pushing the shirt, and it's only recently caught on. Um, we, I made this shirt, and it's it's just a picture of Jesus on the cross, and it says "weak" above his head, and on the back there's a quote from from the Black Mass, and um, and it's funny because when we first got it, nobody was touching that thing with a ten foot pole. <laughs> And now people are finding it and like, oh, I got to have that. It's, and it's only for sale in our European um, merchandise company, which is a, a group called dot Impericon, uh, com. So anyone listening to this show should really enjoy that shirt. So go check that out. But um, also uh, Benchmark is our merchandise company here. And if you go there, you can get our album. You can get shirts, hoodies, all kinds of stuff, uh, vinyl. Uh, you can also go to iTunes and get our stuff. Um, so, we're pretty accessible. You know? Hell so yeah. You pretty much just look around and you'll find us and I will bug you and tell you everything about us and push it on you constantly like a drug pusher. <laughs> 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 if you get on there, I'll constantly try to entertain you. <laughs>
1: nice. Well, definitely check them out. Uh, I Am Heresy. It's Fucking great music and uh i'm Thank I'm impressed you. with the amount of uh outreach you do for your fans and the mm-hmm. the concept of your shows and and your goals and performance and stuff i think it's mm-hmm. uh it's rare and it's it's really really good
0: right Nathan, I, 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 I yeah
1: I was gonna say that's that's gonna that's gonna do it for the show It was so great having y'all.
0: Perfect. It's good you're ending it because I'm sure that I could just blab on for like three hours.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've got like a mini crisis happening on the other side of my house that I keep hearing in like the background. Like, I gotta (laughs) hear
2: this.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, But again, I hope everyone listening enjoyed it. I had a blast with you having on. I hope we can do this again in the future, man. Awesome, man. Absolutely, I would love to. Thank you. Alright. Well, you audience listening, we would love to hear from you as well. Visit the website 9centspodcast.com and send your correspondence to info at 9centspodcast.com. Let me know of any suggestions, critiques, corrections, or general comments you might have. You can visit the Satanette, Facebook, Google+, Plus, Twitter, or MySpace page for 9cents and get updated on weekly topics. Download the show Mondays via my RSS feed found at 9centspodcast.com. We're also on Last.fm, Stitcher, Spotify, and YouTube, so look for us there. You can subscribe to 9cents via iTunes by searching 9cents and don't forget to leave a rating and or comment and if you'd like to learn more about the Church of Satan, visit churchofsatan.com. And remember, the only way that this podcast is going to continue is if you share it. Share nine cents. Help us out. Once again, thank you for joining me and Nathan here. And as always, thank you. Uh, I'll be your host, Adam Campbell, and until next week, hail Satan.
2: Word up.